vacation. Painkiller Nearly, episode 199. So I asked Taylor for her first topic, or the gang, and Taylor's like, no, I haven't been keeping up. I love it when I'm that guy, right? Like, like I, I've been that guy recently. I was gone for two weeks on my paramotor flyvacation thing, and uh, it's like, you know, no, I have no topics. I've been completely unplugged from the world. It's been fantastic. Love it. Is that it where you are? It feels great. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> When you're on Twitter or the internet as a whole way too often, you just get sad. Like, you're just like, man, everything's so out of control. Even though it's really not out of control, you just get that feedback loop of it. And just disconnecting from that, even for like a week, you're like, oh, man. Turns out, in the real world, most people are pretty okay. Like, most people aren't this obsessive one way or the other about not just politics, anything. Like, it's pretty nice. So I totally, totally understand. I've just been enjoying my time getting sunburned. Uh, which will peel into a nice pail, and I'll be back <laughs> where I started. Aren't you Italian? Well, Accutane really messed my skin up. Uh, my ability to tan changed dramatically when I was like 14, and I took it. And so now I don't get nearly as dark as I used to. But I also get a pimple. You know, I think I had a pimple in 2006 Ooh. last time. So, so it's the, pretty great. The great pimple of 06 we all remember <laughs> yeah I, i'm the opposite right now not that i have great topics but i so i uh, this weekend and late last week i went to my mother-in-law's memorial service and uh that involved a bunch of driving and a bunch of sitting around like not the memorial service itself but you know we're at the house like dealing with things identifying trash or whatever and i ran out of internet like i i, I there weren't any news stories. YouTube didn't have enough videos for me. And and Reddit didn't have enough stories. And I just got bored of everything. It was a miserable existence. Yeah, I, I, I checked Twitter uh, a couple nights ago. And it was uh, Kim something with Trump and Kim Jong-un meeting up. And I was like, you know what? I'm so glad I don't give a fuck about this right now. <laughs> I'm just enjoying my time, doing what I want. Like whether it's, you know frolicking on the beach, eating crab, which I haven't had any crab yet. I even texted you guys earlier today saying, can we do the show at 6 so that I can make sure I get there with crab? Because I don't want to get there before it closes and have them only have enough time to make me two to four pounds. I'm going to order at least six. And so I'll, I'll send a couple pictures of that. It's going to be the, the girl I'm here with, uh, she's going to get to see a different side of me at this restaurant, <laughs> and we're going to see how it goes. Because I told, I warned her. I was like, the way I eat crab isn't the way you've seen anyone eat crab before. It's like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm like, when I order the third double pound size, you might be, you know, asking questions as you're pushing the shells back onto my side <laughs> of the table. So we'll see how that goes. Is this a girl that's a potential romantic girl? Yeah, uh, she's a, definitely a romantic girl. I, yeah, definitely. Very interested, oh, well. like her a lot, and she's, she's great. We're, Great. We've been having a blast. That's cool. That's cool. So are you down there with just her? I, th- I don't know why I had this idea you're down there with your family. That's not right? No, no. My, uh, so my dad owns a home here in this area and then also in St. Louis. And he bounces back and forth. And it just so happened that this was a time where he wasn't here. And it would happen to be this time that I could go. And so I think like two days after I leave, he shows up. Okay. Which means I got to do a lot of cleaning <laughs> in, <laughs> tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'll be back for PK on Thursday. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time. I, I hope some of this tan sticks, and I don't look so pale, but who knows? I don't look too burned right now, I don't think. I feel like I've put on five pounds of uh, beer and cheeseburger and uh, shrimp weight, so mm. I'm going to really have to go hard to, to make up for this. But, yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. What, what's new with you guys? Not swimming. I've been cooking a lot of shrimp lately. That's that's oh, something that I've it. added. I've, and I've, I've been added. swimming, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that reminds me of it's always sunny where they're doing Charty McDennis and they're like Frank can be on your team because his mind is weak or his mind is still sharp but his spirit is weak. And, he's, and, and Max like, well, we'd have to take a whole new team photo and work on the strategy. And Charlie's like, well, the strategy never worked. And Max like, and I hate the team photo. <laughs> 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 just immediately cuts it back but uh yeah glad to glad to hear you guys are also enjoying yourself kyle you've introduced shrimp yes into your diet. how I've have you added... been, hopefully not deep fried no i've been sauteing it in olive oil and butter 
uh, a little, little uh, lemon juice, paprika, uh, some red chili powder, uh, garlic, of course, and a little lemon juice, uh, some parsley to finish things off. You know, just cook it up like three, four minutes in a, in a pan on medium-high heat for those taking notes. And, uh, you know, I just dump all of that over my steak, and it's, it's very good. Very good. I really don't like deep-fried seafood. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like it usually. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I do like fried as far as seafood. Probably, I don't think so. No. I like um, crab cakes. I think sometimes they're fried. Oh, yeah, those are so good. But those are, those are I saute those in like a pan of butter, though. You know, you've, you've got uh, it just, just, just butter in the bottom of the pan. I just order them off the menu. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have this, and the fine gentleman in back will... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll work out those details for me. Yeah, that, like, I, know, I think we've discussed this before, but isn't it disappointing when you go somewhere that brags, like, we've got 50 different kinds of fish, and alligator, and shark, and dolphin, or whatever else. They probably can't serve dolphin. Yeah, no, that's one of them. see it on the menu, and it's all deep fried. Uh, so like, it, you can't it, even what tell what you're eating. Taste? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been having yeah, a lot of, I, I don't know if you guys have had blackened grouper. Yeah, like, it's very good. Like, where they catch it. It's delicious. It's hmm. fantastic. A little acid reflexy, but it's worth it. Uh, you know, I think it could be me. that or the Bud Light on the beach. You know, you take <laughs> but, the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that a lot. I, I love seafood. Uh, I like oysters a lot. I like raw oysters a lot, but I don't like cheap raw oysters. That's that's a no go. That seems risky. Yeah, that too. And they end up, and even if they're not like bad, like they're gritty. Sometimes there's they'll, they'll be sand in there. That's that's gross. Yeah, that like feeling of sand where you get like one gran granule of sand in your mouth and you accidentally bite on it and it feels like just a boulder crunching between your teeth. Your teeth are giving way to it and now there's tooth powder in your mouth. And yeah, and then you identify the grain of sand and you're trying to be, you play a guessing game. Is this sand or tooth? <laughs> yes, I've been worried about that because of my fucking teeth. And sometimes I'm like biting, I'm like, oh no. Okay. Uh, so I, every every day on the trip's been a blast. Even today I had fun because I really enjoy spending time with the person I'm here with. But uh, we went to some island like 50 minutes north to go on a, a nature trip to like see turtles and snakes and shit. Uh, all over there were signs of like, beware the eastern uh, rattlesnake. And I was like, ah, it'll it'll rattle if, if we get close. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but she went last time when she was in November. She's like, oh, I saw so many animals, so many critters. It was a blast. Like, it was, it was so awesome. The weather was great. So let's do that. Like, this is what she was saying last night. I'm like, well, it sounds good to me. I like kind of experiencing the place I am. And so we went there, and we spent, like, everybody else got off the shuttle, or not the shuttle, the ferry to get to this island. And they're probably f from Florida. And so they all just, like, beelined to the beach. But I live in Missouri, so I don't get to see all these cool island creatures. And so I'm like, all right, let, yeah, let's, let's definitely go on these hikes. We hiked for four and a half hours through these places and i saw one snake a thousand million lizards which get boring after one because they're that big and i got to meet half a billion mosquitoes <laughs> and so it was like maybe two miles into this where i was like slapping them off of the back of her like and there's little blood spots on her shirt and there's blood spots on the back of my leg you know when you kill a mosquito and the blood comes out explode. And it was about what is that? that where I'm like, yeah, that's Everyone. what I was saying. Yeah. I was is that like, hers? <laughs> a previous mosquito victim? Is it like, I don't know. I, and I even, I even asked her, I was like, these, these things don't like carry like hep C or HIV or anything, do they? Because they've bit me and then I'll slap it after it being there for one second. And I'm like, oh, well, unless this, unless this is the fastest sucker in the entire animal kingdom, there's no way this is all my blood. There's just no way. They do carry all those things. Mosquitoes transmit lots of diseases. Oh, man. Well, there are no known cases worldwide. Of what? Hepatitis from mosquitoes. Oh, well, that's good. This is, a, this is good news. Well, your, your, risk, your risk is limited to AIDS now. <laughs> if I start losing weight rapidly, you come and see you guys. No, there is no evidence of mosquitoes trans, transmitting any of the known sexually transmissible what? infections. That's true. Oh, this they do malaria. Some, didn't really there is right. some yeah. limited theoretical theoretical evidence that which suggests it might be possible for mosquitoes to transmit transmit hepatitis. Although there have ne there have been no known cases ever worldwide. 
They do malaria, though, right? Yes. Okay, well, I think I was vaccinated for that, right? That only happens in, like, sub-Saharan Africa. Vaccinated for malaria? I don't know about that, because it seems like every time you go to one of those scary zones, you've got to take, like, that, that, that shot. Yeah. That's true. I've never been to one of those scary zones. Oh, Woody, when you go on your flying trip, you're going to have to get a malaria shot. I have a flying trip coming up, so I don't think I'm doing the Africa one. Jackie's not really in favor of it, and I think it's really soon. But there is another one coming up, too, actually. But the more interesting one is in September. It, I don't even know where it is exactly, but picture like Utah, New Mexico, Colorado. It's very long. We're flying over most of the West, going from mountain to mountain. Launching at high altitudes is very tricky. I've never done it before. And that's on the thing. Because the it, air is thinner, probably, yeah, that's right? Exactly. The air is thinner, which has two impacts. One, your wing doesn't lift as well, and your motor doesn't run as strong. So uh-huh. both of those make it more difficult. And then, of course, you're exhausted. And then... um. Uh, there's a news crew following us, and uh, they're making like a documentary out of it. So there's a like a camera crew and a chase van, and uh, it's pretty cool. Me and a couple other the paramotor YouTubers have been invited, and uh, it's a neat little experience. And it happens in <laughs> late September, so I hope that goes well. And then on fr- as well <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, I'm doing a thing, which is I, I guess I'm shooting a commercial for this. Remember the resurgence PPG thing? The uh, that paramotor veterans organization. Well, yeah. they got uh, special permission to fly in restricted airspace on Friday. And uh, we're going there and shooting a commercial or something. I don't know exactly what they need from me. I'll just do whatever. So uh, Have they given you your lines? I don't know. No, they haven't. I don't know what's involved. But I think I'm going to be flying. And that's, that's that'll be my role. I don't know exactly what I'll do. Come on down to Beach Back Fan Emporium. Just ask <laughs> Are. <laughs> <laughs> our prices are low low this is dangerous <laughs> my prices are lower than you'll be when you fall two miles into the ground <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so anyway i'm doing some stuff that involves cameras and chase crews and things and that should be neat so looking forward to that you know that camera crew is like please let someone crash oh please. man I have they want one. that drama really it, like if you guys just soar like from mountaintop to mountaintop and let's show show sunsets in the Utah landscape, they're gonna be like, Well, what the fuck are we gonna do with all this footage, Mike? Someone will what crash. I'm sure. We're of gonna it. Have to tell this is B roll. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I have a friend all his story stories start off with some variation of like, so I'm in Cambodia filming for Discovery Channel. So I'm in Abu Dhabi filming for Red Bull or or whatever. And they did a thing, I think it was Vietnam actually, and there's everything's going great, but going great by their standards. It's not going great by like drama standards. So there's a thing paramotors do where they fly in the same direction and they touch their wingtips and they separate, and it's fun. It's like a high five in the air. Well, they decide to add some drama to it. They're going to do a high five, but they're going to fly towards each other and just like smack wings. So they, they do that, and the first time, like 10% of the wing touches, and everything is fine. And there's three of them, by the way. Two of them are in on this, and the other is not. So then they do it again, and now like 25% or one-third of the wing. And, and by like the fourth pass, like 50% of the wings are smashing into each other. My friend looks back, and the other one is gone. He's crashed, and he's in the, he's in the lake. And uh, the third one had no idea that there was any level of planning in this and, and thought that one guy would just man down. And it was fun. Good times. But, seems, seems pretty risky. Uh is yeah i guess it was <laughs> well, we did it over a lake <laughs> <laughs> which like on one hand you think that's safe because the impact is less dangerous but uh most people die from water that's the number one killer you'd think hitting the ground would be the number one killer but it's not it's drowning it's the number one crippler yeah, you've mentioned that the before. number one crippler is a spinning prop that usually during maintenance or something you lose a hand or ah, a piece of your face i was about to say isn't it supposed to spin but you mean See, something going in into the spinning prop like a digit or your penis if you're very daring. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's um what happens is people work on their motors while it's on the ground and this is the time the motor is most apt to misbehave because they're having mm. some sort of problem. And uh sure enough, you know, it, it starts off at full power and it it doesn't just come at you, it comes at you and spins. It's very hard to control. So yeah. usually it gets to your hand, shoulder or face. Jesus. Yeah. Well, what are those blades made of? My uh, carbon fiber or wood. Oh God. Yeah. That's not what you want. Have you guys ever been to uh, Bush Gardens in Florida? No. 
I'm not sure. It's like a theme park where they also have animals. And I hadn't been to a theme park or amusement park rather in years and years and years. And I forgot how good you feel about yourself walking around around the crowds that go to amusement parks. You know, like I decided to drop the extra money and just do the skip the line thing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to wait an extra two hours to go on these roller coasters. I want to be able to ride them five times in the time it would take to wait Absolutely. in line once. Like, it, what's the point of going to a place all day if I'm going to spend five hours in line? There is no point. And just the feeling of elitism you get as oh, you're yeah. in that special lane. And, you know, like the only people in there are like a kid with MS and you. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're just parading up there. And you're just quicker you and than Oscar. him. So you jog around. You know, and you, oh, it's so, so great. I'd never done that before anywhere uh, with a significant amount of fun to oh, do. I'd only done that at Six Flags once. Anyone listening, you, it's a must. It's a must. I won't go with cheap people. Like, like, like I, my, I, was, I was going with my girlfriend once and there was a, another couple going. And, but leading up to it, I was like, let them know we're getting the, the fast passes and the VIP bracelets. And, and, and she, she's like telling her, her friend and she's like, ah, Mark doesn't know if he really wants to spend that much. And I'm like, I'm not going then. I'm not going. I yeah, I'm not going to waste my time. I, I'm not going. Either Mark ponies up the extra $85 or they can like watch us ride the thing three times or something like that. Because I, I refuse to fucking go if they don't pony up the extra $85 or whatever it is. And it might be, it might have been more than that by the time you buy two tickets. I don't know. It's a, yeah, yeah that's, that's about what it was. Yeah. I, I'm with you guys. I think you're right. The time that an, a non insane person might go the other direction is when, like, you're a dad. You know you're not having fucking fun anyway. This whole experience is just going to be a dreadful walk in the heat for you. And you ask yourself, do you want to pay double so these kids can take, like, and you're just like, fuck it, no, no. Oh. I, have, I have just as much non-fun standing in lines as I do going on rides. And, what yeah. that, I don't know about uh, that. What's that comedian who has the joke where he's like, remember when you were a kid going on vacation with your family and you always looked up at dad and thought, why is dad so stressed out? <laughs> <laughs> when you have kids, you probably finally get it. You're like, don't touch that. Don't do this. You know, oh, thank God we're in line. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of time to, <laughs> to, to not have to wrangle these kids. I know. Six Flags has, um, you know, the drinks and stuff like there are just outrageous. Like food, everything is. Um, but they have... You know, it's, you usually go when it's just screaming hot and you're walking on asphalt all fucking day and you're laughing and, and yelling and stuff. So you get thirsty. They have an all-you-can-drink frozen lemonade thing. It comes in a big fucking cup and there are pit stops all over the park to refill that fucking thing. It's the greatest thing ever. It's like $12. It's like $12. Mm -hmm. You get the cup and it's full of lemonade, but then you're just like, so I can refill this at any point I want? Oh, yeah, just just stop. They'll, they see the cup, they'll refill it. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. I, 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 Fill it up, I, take I, a sip, I, I, pour it out. You don't want to carry a full <laughs> cup, right? You're like, this thing is going to be, I'm about to go on a ride. <laughs> That's enough for now. <laughs> take Do a sip. Right Can I have eye. pink? <laughs> Can I have pink lemonade? <laughs> oh, that's free. tart. Uh, yeah, exactly. uh, going back to the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy. Something's wrong with your mixture, your mixology degree. What's your name? I also, <laughs> I also got the uh, eat and drink all day pass for us because I was like, I don't want to be, you know, paying for something. Because we we stayed there all day into the night, and the thing had a stipulation. It was like, <coughs> eat as much as you want. You get your entree and your side and your dessert if you want it and your drink. But you can only do it once an hour. And I was like, once an hour? Who in God's name is getting a bacon cheeseburger, fries, and a dessert, and a soda once an hour? And I, as I was looking at the thing, and I bought it the night before, and then I arrived there, and I immediately saw the people who are getting <laughs> side and a dessert and a soda once an hour. Now, They're spending their entire time eating. Do they find some way to lock you to the card, or could you just say share the card? No, you, uh, when you like go through the checkout area, you have to have one card for you and one for whoever you're with, like because they just zap that instead of charging you. And but you couldn't course, just hand it off to like another couple. You could be the noon couple. They could be the one p.m. lunch couple. 
Oh, no, maybe they could, but I don't know anybody else here, so I wasn't about to risk that with one of the many neck-tattooed miscreants that how, I saw. Brian Fries, how Brian cheap Fries, would you be? <laughs> how cheap would you be in front of your new lady friend? Like, all right, I'll have lunch at twelve. You have lunch at one, and we can save eight dollars. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I think there's a flight home tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I, 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 this isn't a judgment on you because I don't even know how modern dating works. Do you pay for everything? Is that how this no, goes? No, that seems to be more, and I'm sure Kyle has plenty to say as well, it seems to be case to case. Uh, most of the time I find the, the girl wants to buy for me, at least occasionally, and pretty often, and this girl is wonderful. So she's like every other time, or pretty much every time, trying to, to buy it, because I bought the plane tickets down here, and so she feels like she needs to really contribute to a lot of the dinners and stuff. And of course, you know, I, I let her, because that's... <laughs> I mean, that's it's, it's a nice thing to do. Effort. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Same experience, Kyle. Like, if she offers to pay her half, you know, and it's not the first date. If it's the first date and I go to pay and she says, oh, no, I want to pay for mine. If I feel like she's testing me, I'll say, sure. And if I feel like she's being genuinely courteous with it, I'll go, no, 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 please, I insist. And then I'll do it. It just depends on the vibe you get. No, I just always pay for everything. Always? Even yeah. with, like, they feel like they need to contribute some, like, into no, a... they're going to contribute later. Well, I mean, that contribution goes without saying. Well, they're I not going to like what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they think You got to eat without... a cheap cheeseburger once an hour with me, so you better be ready. <laughs> How big are your pockets? <laughs> you want me to put a cheeseburger in there? Good, good. Stuff them full, stuff them full. Pretend like you dropped yours and go back and ask for another now. I think it was yeah. a Bronx Tale that had the test where I, I could have the movie wrong, but basically you let the girl in, she sits in the passenger seat, and as you walk around to the driver's side, if she reaches across and unlocks your door, then she's a keeper. If she just sits there selfishly letting you handle it on your own, she's not a keeper. Yeah. Now, that test doesn't really work anymore unless you drive like a 2003 Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> but then you're looking for what you can get. <laughs> but uh, there must be like modern variants of that test that, that you can use. I must be. I'll have to think. But yeah, that, I've never seen a Bronx Tale. That, uh, that's it's interesting. Good. Notice that same behavior of like even with other guys, not just girls. If they don't lean over and unlock your car, it's kind of like that. I always do that. It's just rude not to. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm the only person I know with a car where that's still a thing that can happen. Like, you know, mostly you press the button on your key fob and all the doors unlock. Now they do. Or some of them you just walk close enough. That's how my... Dude, my truck does... I did not even... There's a bunch of features in my new truck that I didn't know how much I wanted. And that is one of the coolest. It, I, it makes me feel privileged or special or something. Like, like the, car, the truck is locked to everyone. I've got the, this, like... I don't know, sensory detection key fob in my pocket. And it's like, oh, Woody's coming. When this guy touches the handle, it's time to unlock. And it does. It's really neat. Yeah, it is. The The car I rented here, I think, or no, the car I have here doesn't do that. I got like a Kia, or not Kia, Hyundai SUV. Or I think a oh, uh, I Santa Fe. I think Hyundai Santa Fe. It's all right. Whatever. They gave me a free upgrade at the Enterprise kiosk. You're so, such hey, a hot shot. I know. Just a boom, boom, boom. It's because I'm so special. It's not because they ran out of the car that I reserved. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got an SUV. Uh, this is like two years ago at one of Hope's uh, speech and debate nationals. And uh, they like calling out. They're like, does anyone want a Ford Explorer? No one's saying yes. And we had to drive a long way. Like our plane didn't go to the right airport. It was such a pain in the ass. So I've got like a six-hour drive that night. I don't want an SUV and, and all the complexities. That is a little, little harder to park and such. Nobody would take it. So I ended up taking it just to cut in line. I love them. I, lo Those I, I, I love the explorers. Explorer. are nice. I did yeah, like it. Fan. It was the first time I ever had ventilated seats, which I was a fan yeah. of, especially in California. Yeah, I've, uh, I think I've gotten the Explorer... Like, my last three rental cars, I think, have been Explorers. Maybe four. I went, I don't know, I went to Texas, and I got a little piece of shit because it was just me, and I had to zip two hours back and, or something like that. But, like, if, there, if there's people with me and luggage, I get the Explorer. I like it a lot. And, yeah. and I guess a lot, all, all the rental places have it. You probably like um, my truck. It has a lot. In, it's an F-150. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's I've, even I've, bigger. Uh, I've rented one before that has that thing where you stick your foot under the back uh, gate, 
and it lifts the the door open for you. I've been like trying to like show that off, like, oh, you got to see like the cool feature here. I like try it, doesn't work. Try it, doesn't work. <laughs> All right, I'll just fucking open it. God damn it! <laughs> but the seats will vibrate when you get too close to someone. Yeah, which mine kind of convenient, kind of. Uh, my definition of too close does not match apparently the accepted. Uh, automobile standard because I'll be like I got plenty of room and it's vibrating its ass off. Mine has collision avoidance, and so far, like, it, so I've tried to engage the collision avoidance on purpose, and I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum as you in that, like, I'm like, are you gonna kick in? Are you gonna? <laughs> Seriously, are you helpful at all? And then the times it does kick on, it's when someone's gonna make a right. And they're just not completely out of the lane yet, but you can see it's going to be okay. And the car freaks out. Like, it, the, the steering wheel shakes. It makes beeping sounds. And there are these red LED lights that shine on the windshield in front of you. And uh, just the whole car is going bonkers. And you're like, relax, bro truck. It's, it's all good. He's making a right. That's I, it- used to, uh, I used to think that uh, a few days ago we went to Fort DeSoto, which is like a beach you can go to that's not as private as the other ones we've been going to, but it's still fun because they had like trails and shit where we actually saw cool, neat stuff. And I remember as a kid, like what I thought was, you know, a little bullying with my brothers, you know, running around, you know, knocking them over or whatever in the sand. They'd try and knock me over and all that, just having fun. I saw a level of bullying between two kids on the sand that, and their parents were right there. I couldn't believe what was happening. The older brother had his younger brother on his back like pinned him UFC style and was force feeding him sand. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I needed to get involved. <laughs> I, I didn't get involved, but I'm like, all right, one fistful of sand. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe he was trying to like put a crab in his mouth or something gross, <laughs> but three fistfuls of sand. And this kid is coughing. He's, he's trying to get up. He can't get up. And then he goes, uh, what was the kid's name? Oh shit. It wasn't that, like, I don't know the Florida Southern accent. I'm sure Kyle knows it more, but, like, the, the Florida Southern accent is a little different. Where he's like, uh, Dixon, you stop putting saying in your brother's mouth. Or, like, something along those lines. And it was like, God, you should be standing up at least, forcing sand into a child's... This kid was, like, five. Right. Like, five oh, years I old. I like it. No, but the other kid was, like, ten. That's <laughs> too much of a difference to be doing that kind of behavior. It's gotta be a lot bigger to, to feed them sand. Yeah, just trust me. Yeah, you'll take it. He's <laughs> 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 you you get a funnel out or anything. It's no big deal. Uh, fair That's enough. Funny. Yeah, that it wouldn't fly in my house. No, most homes it wouldn't. It. I mean, the one I grew up in, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to Jackie about it recently. Get that sand, boy. You show him what's what. <laughs> Either sand or their shoe. (laughs) (laughs) On the PKA subreddit, they were debating my parents. And there were some fans of the show who were saying that I had wonderful parents, that I grew up in an upper middle class place in a safe town, and, and, you know, boo-hoo, everything was fine. And uh, there were others who were like, you know, his father was emotionally and physically unavailable and just absent all the time, pressured him to succeed, made him feel like a loser to the point where he tried to kill himself before he was 18, and his mother beat him with anything that was available. And I was like, huh, I never thought of it quite like that. That that does sound like kind <laughs> of... <happened. laughs> and uh, I was talking to Jackie about uh, how our kids get along, and a lot of it is to Jackie's credit because... They have to get along. Like, there's rules. We are a family. We're on the same team, and they're required to get along. If for any moment it didn't seem like they were on the same team, we'd be like, hey, that is your brother or your sister. Like, you need to, you need to help this person. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I contrasted that with my house. I remember we were getting a coffee table, and my brother and I used to, like, roughhouse a little bit. But my brother was older than me, so I would get my ass kicked routinely, you know? Like, the... It, I lost. He won. That's how that worked. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, get it out of your system. Like, kick his ass until you tire of doing so because we're getting a coffee table tomorrow and I don't want you roughhousing around it. And uh, I'm just like, can I get a hand here? You know, like, this is a terrible experience for me. Yeah, you were neglected and abused as a child. (laughs) Uh, A little. If you explained it, I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like if you explained the, what happened to Woody as a child with a different person's name, like if you're like, I know this kid, Brent, and his 
his mom will will take coat hangers and smack the shit out of him for like no reason. Maybe he spilled something, and then you know, describe you know like the emotional you know neglect of the of the father. And I feel like what do you be like? Yeah, that's that's pretty fucked. That's not the way I raised my children at all. Which it's pretty remarkable that you raise your children much better because well, that's usually how it works. They, people See, take after the, their parents and perpetuate that. So it's the way I your family is the way it should because because like like my father grew up and and was abused and neglected. You know, like, like, and both of those things, and and he wanted to be sort of the opposite kind of parent. He was always very, very close with me. Like, like, you know, he, like when I was five, you know, he'd get he'd get back home from working, and 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 he'd come in my room, and we we I had all these little army men and like my he-man soldiers, and he'd set up like a huge fort of them, and I'd set up a huge fort of them, and and we'd we'd fight with our army men and stuff, like like. And you know he was always there, like teaching me to play baseball and teaching me like like how to shoot and how to how to use bows and arrows and put he put me on my on his shoulders like all the time and take me on walks in the woods like when I was like six, you know like like he was super close mm-hmm. with me and he always bought me cool shit you know like he wanted to give me stuff because like he was like I remember when I, I remember Christmas when I was five and I got a box of crayons and we left the crayons out on the deck and they melted. <laughs> And then dad and then dad beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds like a great year. Well, he died the next year, so <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even get cramps. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, yeah I you guess might it be can right. go either Maybe way. It is that you go I, way. Oh, you, you always hear way, this. Like you always hear the self-perpetuating thing. Exactly. I've heard that no. too. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Taylor was right, but maybe there can be. I don't know. Maybe there's no pattern, and we're finding patterns that aren't there. I think that that's it. Honestly, I I think that we we find those patterns there. I I think you get both. I, I think that some people are like have really terrible childhoods, and they're like, ah, I have seen the 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 you know one end of the spectrum. I'm gonna make sure that I don't end up like that. I'm gonna provide the opposite end of the spectrum for for my kids or whatever. But then there's some people who like are broken perhaps by it, or they just accept it as well. That's just how it is. You you think you're so so special, Timmy? You know what things were like when I was growing up? I'll show you. Whack whack whack. Give me the give me the stiletto, Jim. <laughs> whack whack whack. This is how I was raised, and I turned out fine. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, I. Oh, that's sad. I want to do a little bit of hockey talk. <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle will even enjoy this—not the the hockey win of the uh, the Caps per se—but I've never seen in my life a player as excited to win the Stanley Cup as Alex Ovechkin. And you, you know how they do raucous, silly things with the cup. He has been getting like blackout drunk <laughs> all over <laughs> the day. city of DC, like he was swimming in a public fountain. <laughs> with the Stanley Cup, uh, he was doing keg stands with the Stanley Cup in places where, like, it was clearly you can't drink here. It's on the side of the road. Where, like, <laughs> it, it, it's in a public park. You can't do these things. And he's he's going a Washington Nationals game. Yeah, the Nationals game. He was like so drunk. He thought they were like filming him holding the cup, but play was still occurring. And so you could just see in the picture, you know, his own rented out suite with the other players just pumping the the Stanley Cup up and down as as nobody's paying attention. Uh, I guess the Nats aren't that great. Or maybe they are. I don't know. I don't follow baseball. Kyle would know better than me. But I'm really happy for them to win. Yeah, so this season couldn't have gone much better. It'd be nice for me if the Flyers won the Cup. But the Flyers made the playoffs. Sorry, Taylor. The Blues didn't, so we got a nice draft pick out of it. Couldn't have gone much better there. Um, Could have gone worse. <laughs> uh, I like that Vegas made the finals because Vegas, in my opinion, has stepped up the production value of the NHL. Their pregame ceremonies were incredible. Everyone does these shitty pregame ceremonies and this national anthem or whatever, but to watch theirs, all of a sudden there's like Las Vegas shows. You know, short ones, like before the game. There. Yeah, there are people who could sing. Like I, I'm going to get that wrong, but like Dave, Imagine Matthew. Dragons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was Imagine Dragons was there. There were like it was a non hockey fan would be interested in the pomp and ceremony. If I'm using that right, uh, yeah. before the game started, and I really like that. I hope that other people, you know, next playoffs that just increase the production value of what goes on around it. I saw that chick shooing her tits. That was the best part of the entire NHL playoffs. That was all that mattered. I was a fan. Um, I tweeted that. And then, and then to, to, just to cap off the thought, 
I'm glad Washington won because everybody wanted Ovechkin to get his cup. He was one of the best players to have ever played without a cup, and now he now he got his win. Yeah. And, and he beat Sidney Crosby on the way through. Obviously, he sucks. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it couldn't have gone much better. I liked that. I I also liked seeing Oshi win because even though it's a perpetual thing that players leave the Blues and then win the Stanley Cup somewhere else, I didn't know that uh, Oshi's dad has early onset Alzheimer's. And so he gave like a really touching, you know, post-win interview of like, yeah, my dad, he really doesn't remember much anymore, but this is something that he's going to remember. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not how it works. But but it's it's something that he was... (laughs) It's my story, I'll believe it as I want to. You could put that Stanley Cup in his dad's kitchen and every morning he'd be, oh, what the hell is this doing here? Dude, I have no idea. (laughs) Taylor was telling the things that Ovechkin's doing with it. A neat thing about the cup is it sticks around, right? So Ovechkin's name is on the cup and next year, like literally 75 years from now, it'll, that's about how long it takes for the cup to, you know, to go through. People will, that cup will be a part of the story, and they get to make their own story. I think it was the Oilers who broke the cup. They damned, they partied so fucking hard. They dented the cup. They took it to an automobile repair shop, like like a you know dent and sc- scratch and dent auto paint job place. And like you know, uh oh, better call Mako. And they like hammered the dent out of the Stanley Cup form so they wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's the one dude uh, uh, lost it. Because <laughs> every player on the team gets like a week with the Stanley Cup over the summer, and it was like maybe in like the seventies, where some dude was like supposed to hand it off to the next guy. He's like, about that, <laughs> I lost the Stanley Cup. And they're like, are you sh- you lost the Stanley Cup? And he's like, yeah, but I'm like I'm like sixty percent sure where it is, maybe you know. And it's like, oh yeah, well nobody would steal the Stanley Cup, the oldest trophy in in professional sports in the U.S. Like. Uh, it, it's cool. It, I like the tradition. I like no the has. tradition and the, the like. I like things that are a little worn, right? Uh, it, it's, I don't know. I've got a couple scars on me that I think are part of my story. Uh, my paramotor is beat, and yeah, of course it's beat because I freaking fly the thing. I, I've got a lot of things that have some wear on them that I think are better because of that wear, and that's how uh, I look at the Stanley yeah. Cup too. And like the mistakes on it, like from I guess the forties or fifties because they hammer and engrave the names of everyone who wanted in there. At one one year, they couldn't find an O for people's names, and so the guy who was doing it just goes, fuck it, we'll use a Q. And so everybody's <laughs> name was just had a Q in it. And, uh, Is this a trophy or a sign outside a church? <laughs> That's great. If we, the, if we yeah, just use the six as a G, you know, people will get it. God. People will but, get uh, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shit uh, with the Stanley Cup. It's a lot. It's it's just neat how much history is on it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then Kyle, did you watch the UFC fights at all? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I the the whole CM Punk fight with uh, Mike Jackson was my favorite, mm-hmm. not because of the fight. Uh, really, but because of Dana White's reaction to the fight, it was hilarious. See, <laughs> see, the UFC has something that no other sporting organization has. We, we've talked about how you know it's cool that the fights happen, and you usually know who won and who lost. You could almost, although it was a little tight with the Romero fight. However, Dana White speaks his mind in a way that no other sports owner or even team owner dare. Speak his mind. So, so basically, Even Mark what Cuban Taylor, is muted by comparison. Oh, Mark Cuban will get fined the fuck out of Mark mm-hmm. Cuban if he said this about about one of his one of his players. He can't, like like. So the CM Punk guy is like a, a professional wrestling guy, WWE, who wants to like get into MMA. He's had one fight before; it went poorly for him. This is his second fight, and for some reason, they put it on the pay per view. He's like the 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 first fighter that <laughs> on the pay per view card. And he's fighting this guy named Mike Jackson, this black guy who's also 0-1 in the UFC, but has a much better pedigree and is a, an okay fighter. He, I, he, he, he's the worst fighter in the UFC. They, they, sure, so I'm yeah. not an expert on that. I didn't really know this guy beforehand. But everyone says CM Punk is finally in a match where maybe he has a shot. You know, because yeah. because this the other guy in the UFC can beat up a WWE star is what we found out. Yeah. And uh, and so that's what happened. But Mike Jackson is showboating the whole fight. He's being a real scumbag about about pummeling CM fake CM Punk's face in to the point where he has to get a facial CT scan. But he didn't finish the fight. 
and Dana White really let him have it in the in the in the post fight interviews. He, he's just like, I don't know what that guy was doing before he was fighting, but uh, he needs to go back to that now. <laughs> <laughs> How, yeah, uh, he fired both of them. CM Punk, by the way, CM stands for Chick Magnet. CM Punk got fired because he's 0-2 now, and you can't start off a UFC career like that. The other guy is now 1-1, and Dana White is like, you know what? <laughs> you suck, too. <laughs> you're fired as well. And as far both, as I'm concerned, you're 0-2. Yeah, yeah, that's a quote. As far as I'm concerned, that guy's 0-2 also, and they're both kicked out of the UFC for sucking too hard. So uh, just to like catch me up a bit, what was it about this fight that, he was so livid about. He was like, showboating, not finishing the fight, just being silly, dancing around, using silly punches, just just kind of just being an not asshole. Not taking it seriously. Exactly. Yeah. And meanwhile, like people are paying to watch this fight. You know, they're not paying to watch his his antics. Were people Nobody's like booing in the crowd? Like, what the fuck? This isn't WWE. I, I think CM w- Punk had a home crowd. Now, I didn't actually see the, this one. I only saw the prelims because I was at my mother-in-law's, and it's hard to see. But um, I, I think CM Punk had a home crowd, so hmm. they probably. Well, that sounds game. pretty funny. I'll have to look that up on YouTube. Yeah, it's, I, it's I do like that about uh, Dana White more than commissioners of other leagues, where no matter how ridiculous it is, I think even Gary Bettman of the NHL, when Brad Marchand licked the face of Killorn. <laughs> Had to be like, you know, that's there's no need for that here, and we'll be thinking about what to say to him. Whereas, like Dana White would have been like, no, you can't lick people's lips and face and nose in the middle of a playoff game. You're out. Like I, I like that about him. He, yeah. he, it seems like he's the king. I love UFC. that he fired like, both of decree. them. <laughs> yeah. No eye gouging, no groin shots, no licking. God damn it! I want to that's see like worse. the Cleveland Browns play the Houston Texans, and then for the commissioner to be like, you know what? They're both fired. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you're, you're done. How many more Roger. years must I suffer the bills? You know, like, <laughs> just, no more. Uh, the bills made the playoffs, I think. Oh, they may have. I, I don't follow the yeah, NFL. Yeah. I didn't even follow them when the Rams were here. Yeah, no. it was a it was an interesting night of fights, I guess. Uh, but but Dana White, as always, is the is the most interesting thing. Holly Holm won her fight, which is good because she had lost like four in a row or something. I don't know. It's, Who's you know, the queen bee of women uh, UFC now? There's two. Um, well, there's there's um, three. There's Rose in her weight class. She's the she's the champ of her weight class now after defending her belt against the person she took it from, and um, I'm spacing out on the Brazilian badass's name. Amanda Nunes. Nunes. Yeah. And yeah, then the, the cyborg is the one forty-five pound champ, but there seems to be only one fighter in that division because yeah. every everyone else realizes cyborg is in that division, <laughs> and they'll take their title shot and then never fight in there again. Yeah, what's the heaviest uh, one forty-five? Yeah, cyborg is the is the biggest baddest woman. How long until they have to ratchet that up, or will they ever? I it that person might have been born. At this point, but <laughs> but they're somewhere terrorizing a Japanese village right now. They're not concerned with the UFC. I see like, it playing out like this: uh, Cyborg will eventually either retire. That won't be soon, though. Or more likely, she'll get busted for steroids, and then that will just end that whole division. She, she said has, she was though. right. Uh, she got busted for um, um, a diuretic that's banned, which is usually used to like get steroids out of your system. And then there was a lot of controversy over where. She, how she got that in her system. It's, but they've never popped her for, like, mm. testosterone or something like that. They, I remember it differently. Like, the more recent one, she got busted for something that also has a use in birth control. And she said that that's why she was taking it. It had to do with that. And then previously, before the UFC, I think she was straight up busted for roids. Mm. Am I wrong about that? I could... The birth control excuse actually makes sense. Like, some, like progesterone or something they always makes sense um yeah they the person who concocts the excuse usually knows what they're doing you know yeah I mean? they hire an attorney to to help them create their excuse professional excuse maker comes in and oh, that makes sense it's supposed to yes <laughs> <laughs> we spent many hours <laughs> they pay me 700 dollars an hour to make excuses it's like if you ever uh if you're ever drunk driving Here, here's what you do if you're drunk driving right you flee the scene if you have a crash. You flee the scene immediately, and you head to a bar, and you start 
drinking because the penalty for leaving the scene of an accident is quite minor. However, the penalty for drunk driving and hitting someone is rather severe. So, (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that before. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, it does. So you just pull in, your car's triple parked, you're just getting tanked. Smoking. (laughs) (laughs) And, And when, you know, the cops inevitably come, you're like, Look, uh, I definitely hit those people back there, and I was so shaken up by it, I had to head on over to Ted's bar and have a few. Uh, just to ask uh, Ted. M- Mr. Bartender, or Ted, how many drinks has this person had? Well, he ordered a Bud Light three minutes ago, and then you arrived. And it's like, <laughs> oh, damn it, I've been foiled. <laughs> How'd you find me? Well, the trail of blood left by the person <laughs> stuck in your <laughs> fucking <laughs> axle. <laughs> that guy in your grill texted us. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now he's speeding. <laughs> <laughs> he videoed you the whole way here. <laughs> yeah, that's, but, but that is, in many, many states, that's the deal. That, that It's a much more serious crime to have been drunk driving especially if you hit someone, than it is to just leave the scene of an accident. See, that's what John Jones did, right? He hit someone while doing cocaine, and, uh, and, have, and God knows what he had in the car. He fled the fucking scene. Went and to a cocaine bar. And <laughs> <laughs> I looked up Cyborg's uh, drugs. So the first time she was busted, it was a straight-up steroid. It's called Stanolozol or something like that, but it's okay. an antibiotic steroid. Guilty. The second time, they didn't reveal the name of it, but they said that it helps her recover from her weight cut after a fight. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't, I can't go any further. I don't know what it's called. It's hard to research past that. She's but, so big and ugly. Right? Like, like, you, you know, yeah. if she were big and pretty, I think we'd let it slide. We'd be like, ah, oh, come on. Look how, look how good she is, though. But she's just a big, like, oaf of a woman who's just disgusting to look at. And so we're just like... Stop beating up those little girls. You're right, but I, I, you know, there's a certain kind of ugly that you get from the steroids too, though. Like, like she has a and from getting punched in the face for, uh, you know, a decade for a living. Yeah, I hear you, but Ronda Rousey's not ugly. No, uh, none. Of, I can't think of another girl. Amanda Nunes is not a looker, but I don't uh, I look think at she's her. Cute. Oh, there's the one thirty-five pound champ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and her girlfriend, they're both cute, yeah. Okay, to me, I don't find her to be really a looker, but she's a normal-looking, regular, in-shape athlete, you know? Like, she's fine, but uh, Cyborg, man, she looks like fucking Jigsaw. It's, she's so ugly, and I, I think it's I think her bones grew in a weird way from the drug abuse. Doesn't look like a human being anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck her. I, I I don't care about Cyborg. I wish someone would beat her up. I wish they'd make her fight a man. Everyone else who fights her has to fight her man. I, I, get, yeah. I like put CM Punk in against her. That's the fight. That's brilliant, Kyle. That's br- you know what? Pitch it to Dana. He does shit. You know, and, like you know who would do it? Strike. Uh, it's not Strike Force. What are they called? The ba- Bellator. The- the Utah Bare Knuckle Boxing League. <laughs> Bellator, for people who don't pay attention to MMA very much, Bellator does what they call freak shows, where they'll take people from different weight classes and put them together a lot. They'll take, like, giant people out of They're the ones who had Kimbo Slice fight Dada. Apparently on the streets of Miami, that's a well-known feud. So they're like, fuck it, we'll put them both in Bellator and see how it goes. Right? They were in such bad shape. One almost died. Almost died from exhaustion. Right, he was so tired. The winner (laughs) didn't even like the the guy didn't go down from a punch. He got punched and then like five, ten seconds later, just laid down. (laughs) He was just so tired. And look, I'm not I'd be at least as exhausted. I might not make the third round against Kimbo, but I certainly wouldn't. But the point is they're on Bellator. If you if you scheduled a fight to fight Kimbo, though, Mm. you would be. You would have, you'd have been on a on a on a on a bike. You'd have been running five miles a day for weeks now, yeah. right? You'd been eating right. You'd been you'd had a dietitian in your in your life. You'd be like, look, I, I'm gonna get my ass beat, but I'm not gonna beat myself. He's gonna have to beat me. That you know, there's there's gonna be eighty thousand people, you know, watching live, and another two two million around the world are gonna end up seeing this. Like, like what's Kyle gonna say on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd get in shape. I'm looking at pictures of Dada 5000 right now. I believe I could fuck this man's belly button. 
Ooh. So, hmm. shifting topics just a little bit. <laughs> it turned no, out let's that, stick with this. It turned out that, <laughs> that Ice Poseidon had been lying this whole time about having broken up with his girlfriend, uh, Caroline. Coraline? Whatever. They call her the space alien. Um, who everyone hates and hated. Uh, he, had, he just fake broken up with her um, and, and sort of like kept her out of his stream. Well, that all fell apart. And uh, as a self uh, sort of flagellation, he shaved his head on, on stream the other day. Not a good look. Oh, but. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I need to see a picture of this. There you go. Dude, I. I <laughs> There's some greatness to it, though. I, I, I saw um, someone on the Ice Poseidon subreddit was like, hey, I was a drug addict. I didn't really have my act together. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I got into heroin. I got into meth. And now look at me. I got my life together. So they took his current picture and made it the before. And they took his bodybuilding shot and made it the after. And Reddit was just like, congratulations. <laughs> Good for you. You really cleaned things up. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How was the... Uh, faking having broke up with his girlfriend because I'm almost positive that he like he was flirting with girls and like yeah, trying oh, yeah. to get with girls throughout his streams. For sure, yeah. Apparently, he was not faithful to her. He was just still fucking her. I, I don't know. You kids and your modern relationships are very yeah, confusing yeah, yeah. to me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess that's the deal. He was just he had he so, likes her. It so seems like ice on his subreddit with his fans goes from like. Because the last time I went over there was during his RV trip, and everyone was like, "King of content," and it was him sitting there with like his cigar picture, looking all like badass. Eagle. And then, so if I were to go over there now, would they be like, just tearing into him? Yes. Hey, yeah, they've got him looking like a like a Jew troll, you know, with like pimples on his face. And, I've like, seen like that a... one where they Photoshop his nose into like a toucan's beak. <laughs> Here's what gets me. It so look, I don't know if I. I, I can't tell if their hate for ice. A lot of it is just for the memes. Like I, I think there's a, a portion of it that is just for the memes, though, right? Some of them aren't genuinely mad, and they're ready to forgive him as soon as they, he does something fun enough, right? And then some of them might be genuinely mad. But but what shocks me is they seem to be mad that he's bad, right? They're like all this time ice was being dishonest with us, humph. You know, or, or like, can you believe that this guy cheated on his girlfriend? He, he's bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, who did you think you were watching all this time? He has like vulnerable people bobbing for apples and questionable liquids. You know, you thought he was good all this time. Like, I'm starting to think he's not as principled as we were led to believe. Thank you. That's what <laughs> I'm looking for. Yeah, the, 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 that's their argument. And I'm like, this is this is the show that Ice puts on. That's welcome to the Ice Poseidon, Poseidon live stream. He doesn't does he's never been pretending to be a good guy. He's what's, just king of content. What's his flavor of the week right now? Is he still doing an RV thing? Is he? Uh, <clears throat> I, I saw um, something about him buying a house or renting a house with someone. Yeah, he was looking to rent a, a house in Florida and do like a streamer house for a, a couple weeks. Uh, like looking to get a place that was like two hundred fifty. That was like. Uh, $1,200 a night or $2,500 a night or something crazy like that and then to split it with like five or six other YouTubers or streamers or something like that um, which would, is, you know, it's a good idea that, that'd be crazy, it'd be a fun fun thing to do He invited um, only use me played Yeah Oh, neat Is he gonna go? I haven't heard anything about that No, that he'd, he'd have to come up with $300 a night Blade Well, would? they're all gonna be making Well, that might be a really streams, good investment right? Well, yeah. it's hard to say. Ice's star is not at its shiniest right now. Well, Ice would be fine. It's just it's it's always a question of the people if if the people with Ice are going to be if their streams are going to do as well or well enough for them to afford that two fifty three hundred dollars a night or whatever, or if they're going to lose money, and, and if they're going to stream the whole time. It just depends who's with them. I'll I thought tell you even this. his leeches made a, quite a bit. Some of them do. I mean, some of them have their own little streaming careers now out of it. Like, I, but but some of them not so much. No, Kyle was about to say, I'll say this. I, I believe that Blade would do well in Ice's universe. I think that uh, the fans would like him. I think Blade is very likable. And that yeah, if he dude. were to roll the dice on this, he would come up a winner. 
I think. So when he's getting it, when he was getting his head shaved, um, I don't know the guy who was shaving his head, but Ice is sitting in a chair on stream, and he starts shaving his head just with you know clippers with no guard, and he's like, "Oh, your head's so dirty! Oh, there's so <laughs> much. What is that? Oh, there's so much loose, flaky skin all over it. You've got to wash, dude. You've got to wash." He's like, <laughs> And Ice just keeps going, it's not that dirty. The guy like smells, he's like, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Like, like his head was just covered with like a, a flaky dandruff skin that like, like if you ran your fingernails over it, like it'd just be popping off and like shooting everywhere. Because he doesn't walk, he doesn't ever shampoo his goddamn head. It was super gross. It was super uh -huh. gross. Uh, that's... <laughs> It's hard to tell where the truth begins and ends in the Ice Poseidon world, right? Like, remember when he was on our show and he's like, I don't really care about the girls. I just want to get my nut off. You know, I just fuck them. I just blow in their mouth I, as fast as I can get my nut off. That's what I'm there for. Like, it seemed like kind of a bit, right? No, I, that's him. Like, like, like he's, he's, he said recently, he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't even like pussy. It stinks. Uh, it, it's messy. It's it's gross. Like like I, I just want a blowjob and get my nut and that's it. Like like that's. I don't think we're getting too much. Like like he's acting silly and everything. But like a lot of the stuff he says is just you know the the shitting blood. He Ch shits blood. Chiz was saying like he's talked to him behind the scenes and you know he's, he finds a businessman back there who knows what he's doing and a lot of it is an act. But then a lot of it seems like it's not you know so much an act all the time. It's I have a hard time telling where... that's that's a bit of an act, you know, the the silliness and the the rambunctiousness and and stuff like that. Like he's he's not insane. Like if you talk to him behind the scenes, he's certainly an, a, a normal ish guy. He's not dumb, it seems. Yeah, exactly. But he's also a person who doesn't bathe himself or brush his teeth and shits blood because <laughs> he, like, like like he'll See, have to poop, and but he just won't. We all he have our shits, quirks. He, he, he shits like five or he, he shits like once every five or six days. So. He, he talks about how hard his shits are and that how the can't blood. be true. I the, used to do that as a kid. Shitting once every five or six days? Uh, that would be a stretch. Say three to five let's, days. Let's examine like, why did you do that. I, I don't know. It was just fine with me. I was just I, fine with that. And I've told this story to before. I went there. on a whitewater rafting trip. And they At the beginning of the trip, they explained that if you need to poop on his, this is a bucket. Uh, it was a, like a drywall five-gallon bucket, you know, where yeah. the mud would be yeah. in. And uh, they're like, you that poop in this bucket, bucket, and then you take it to the, the Colorado River, and you clean out the bucket, and it's ready for the next person. That's, that was the procedure, I think, in the 90s. And uh, I was like, huh, well, if I routinely go five days without shooting, I can go seven, and did. That I just... Was there ever a point where... Oh. <laughs> I'm just wondering the psychology of not... Of, not pooping. I, I always poop once a day, every day. And, and so something must have happened to you that you were going five days. I feel like maybe you had a poop accident or like you <sighs> pooped on a toilet seat or something and you were beaten. And then, and then from then on, you were like afraid to poop or pooping became a very, uh, became a bad thing in your head. I don't know. A dirty thing. I have told because the story to where my day, mom beat the shit out of me. Right. And I, I've told it on the show. Maybe it doesn't ring poop? a bell. No, I was beaten for some other reason. I can't recall what it was. And, uh, <laughs> That's so and, Yeah, and my bed was in the corner of my room. And as I remember, right, I, between the wall and the bed made its own corner. So I'm in that corner cowering, cowering as she beat me. And, uh, and as she's beating me, I shit myself. And my thought process was, oh, no. Like, this is just going to get me beat even more. <laughs> But that's not what happened. Nailed it. <laughs> what happened was I, I, it stopped the beating. She had empathy for it. this. And, and she was like, well, if anything, wouldn't that make me a happy pooper? Right? No, like, this like, would associate yeah. pooping I, with a Mom, I've got to poop. Like, oh, <laughs> damn it. He found my Achilles heel. So, so now, now <clears throat> prior to this, it, so, so I, 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 I can only believe that it was after this incident that you began this cycle of only pooping once a week. Because maybe you were saving the poop like a, like a bubble shield in Halo, right? <laughs> <laughs> that you could just roll out anytime you were, you were, you were being disciplined. 
I'm using air, <laughs> well, I'm Kyle, using air I was a very bad kid. I deserved all these beatings. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I don't really recall like the when it began. It was just, uh, you know, what are my superpowers? Controlled oh, I would pooping. love to have you see a therapist, especially a hypnotherapist, because God knows what they'd find. <laughs> uh, if you were like, you were like, you're like, you're like, you're like, you're like they they put they take you back to like your childhood bedroom and like, what do you see? There's a little boy. He's crying. Stiletto holes <laughs> are surrounding him in the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> There's shit everywhere. <laughs> a window scraper lodged above my head. Mere inches. <laughs> uh, yeah, the window scraper is one of my least favorite beatings. It wasn't a window scraper. It was uh, like a dozen one? of them held together with a rubber band. Yeah. Like what a real estate <laughs> agent has with like her contact info. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. She was a real estate agent and that's why she had them. Yeah. Yeah, that's <sighs> yeah, that one I really didn't like. I I didn't do my homework. And uh, the teacher brought in my mother to talk to her, you know, so she could not have me as the level of, like, I don't know, misinformation between them. Like, oh, yeah, the teacher says I don't do my homework, and it's okay with her. No, so she brought in my mother, talked to her directly. And then um, it was after school that my mom got there. She, she had, like, a prime parking spot. It wasn't out in the back. So we're like across the street from the across the the one lane of parking, if that makes any sense. You're right in yeah. front of the front doors of the school, and everything had been going okay. You know, my mom was thanking my teacher. They both seemed pretty civil, right? They were in, the both of them under control, and both of them kind of on my team to help me be a better student. And then the second I shut that fucking car door, <laughs> she's there with all these goddamn window scrapers, just beating the fuck out of me for making her look like a bad mom. And I was like, Mom, it's not you. It's me. I'm, you know, I'm the one not doing my homework, and no one thinks less of you. That uh, I didn't like that oh beating. <laughs> yeah. It's not. You're giving her like the breakup speech. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> Just put the window scrapers down. Yeah. Oh, man. Least... You could have at least taken one out and used that instead of the whole bundle. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm on your team with that. I would I would have been a better, you know, by my measure beating. So. Beat your children sensibly. <laughs> One thing I've heard. Now I've never hit my kids. Uh, I have made them cry, but I can do it with words, so I never felt the need to hit them. But um, uh, I, I I saw like a sign on a retail store, like in the boardwalk or something. And uh, it said, never beat your children without the end in sight. And it was kind of a double entendre, but not dirty. You know, the, the, oh, basically yeah. it says hit their hiney, but also, you know, have like a, a plan. Be in control of yourself. Don't be beating your children out of anger, out of rage. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I think the picture had, a, you know, a red bottom or something on it. And I was like, ah, yeah, I wish my mom did that. I wish she only beat us when, like... I don't know, like the, yeah, the one, like two, three period. owl in the Tootsie Roll kind of beating, you know, like like instead of just rabid mom, but <laughs> just some feverishly beating the shit out of you in a parking lot. You're making me look like a bad mother. <laughs> I'm so sorry, mom, <laughs> that I trespassed on you. Give <laughs> me my transgression. You're on uh, this link here. This is um, there, there's several techniques that abusers use to trivialize. There uh, or, or to uh, these are gaslighting techniques that an abusive partner might use. Withholding mm. the abusive partner pretends not to understand or refuses to listen. Example: I don't want to hear <laughs> this again, or you're just trying to confuse me. Countering the abusive partner questions the victim's memory of the events, even when the victim remembers them accurately. Blocking or diverting the abusive partner changes the subject and/or the questions the victim's uh, thoughts. Trivializing the abusive partner makes the victim's needs or feelings se seem unimportant. And, of course, forgetting slash denial. The abusive partner pretends to have forgotten what actually occurred or denies things like promises made to the victim. Any of these mm. sounding? <laughs> actually, I, I was expecting one of these six. to really nail it. But no, I, I don't know if these are right. You were a bad kid. I wonder if you brought up specific results, if uh, specific incidents of beatings, if, if she would implement some of these techniques. She did tell me, like, she's like, make sure that they know that you were bad. My wife did not like that. 
No, shit. I don't like it either. Because <laughs> I don't like that either. Nobody because does. Unless you're Damien, like you're literally the son of Satan, and you're like, now that we're home, mother, you get to see the real me. <laughs> like, unless you're like self-aware of your, of your evilness, like, then there's no, there's, there's no badness. You're just, you know, you, you need some, you're just some a kid. good parenting, some guidance, maybe a long talk. While we, and then we go get ice cream after. You yeah, know? that's not how not, we did it. Not, uh, <laughs> not beating the literal shit out of people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the uh. literal shit. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. I knew there had to be some kind of psychosomatic reason for someone only shitting once a week. Well, he poops more than once a week now. Yes, I am... <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I'm pretty regular. <laughs> Except when he visits. When, when, his, when, his, when his mom comes over, it goes a whole week. Mm. And it's two weeks before he's Well, you have to again. save it like a bubble shield, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Plan ahead, would you? Can you just imagine? Like, like, are you ever afraid that even today, that like, if things got a little bit heated between the two of you, like if you, if you were like, no, mom, that was wrong what you did, she, she'd like, start laying into you again? No, those days are done. She is 70, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. You ever seen Misery? I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, dude, I don't, my mom's prettier than that woman, but she used to be told that she looked like her all the time when that movie was fresh. Yeah. Ooh, no wonder she was mad. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> well, all right. PKN, episode 199. <laughs> Be thankful. A real, out real there. upper. Yeah. <laughs>